Welcome to the Habibi Life Podcast, where we share practical advice to help you live an abundant life. Our goal is to help you fall in love with yourself by providing information and inspiration to help you reach your highest and your healthiest potential. This is episode 28, Optimize Your Metabolism. Every season, some new product or hack comes along to help you jumpstart or further boost your metabolism. From flat tummy teas to caffeine pills, there is no shortage of claims from companies and so-called fitness gurus on the subject. All of the claims are designed to do one thing, separate you from your money over the short or even the long term. Because if you know anything about metabolic boosters, you know that once you start taking them, you have to keep taking them. The moment you stop, your metabolism grinds to a halt because it's accustomed to being stimulated with whatever that product is in order to perform. While not as extreme as some of the most obvious eating disorders, using products to violently force your body towards digestive performance is still an imbalanced practice. And over the long term, it can have lasting consequences for your gut health and your overall health and well-being. One of the first things you'll need to do away with is the idea that there is something wrong with your metabolism in the most fundamental sense. A slow metabolism can actually be an indicator of a larger issue. The solution is not to, quote, boost it with something like a supplement. Because like anything in the body, your metabolism needs to be encouraged and educated to perform at optimal levels. The only way to do that is to take responsibility for what you put into your body and how you choose to utilize the resulting energy. The next thing you need to accept is that optimizing your metabolism will take time. You didn't slow it down overnight, so it stands to reason that you won't be able to speed it up in that amount of time either. So, before you reach for a flat tummy tea or caffeine pill, consider real and practical steps to help your body perform at optimal levels. On the most basic level, a healthy metabolism means regular and high quality poops, but it can also manifest in the way your body converts and utilizes energy. There are four ways to naturally optimize your metabolism over the long term. Nutrition, exercise, hydration, and rest. Let's start with nutrition. Before you run out and toss all of the healthy things into your cart to start your healthy metabolic journey, take stock of what you already have and what you've been doing up to this point. Sometimes we get so caught up in simply trying to function from day to day that we don't always take into account what we put into our bodies and when we put those things into our bodies. So take stock by simply looking around your home. What do you have that might be contributing to a sluggish metabolism? The obvious culprit likely comes in the form of some sort of processed food. How much of it makes up your food supply in your home or even in your daily habits. If you're accustomed to eating out more than once or twice a week, what do those food choices look like? 
Now it's okay if you can't remember everything all at once. It might be a good idea to keep something like a food diary, an honest one, for a few days, just to get a gauge for what you eat and when you eat. Then start swapping out those detrimental foods for whole foods. Go slow. If you try to go cold turkey, there's a good chance that you'll end up reverting just when things really get going. Whole fruits and vegetables that are rich in fiber is a great place to start. Fiber promotes the production of short-chain fatty acids, which can improve metabolic health. Soluble fiber also helps keep your gut bacteria healthy and promotes overall fat loss by reducing your appetite. Some of the best fiber-rich whole foods include beans, broccoli, brown rice, berries, avocados, and apples. You can boost your fiber intake by mixing these things with other fiber-rich foods. For example, you can put berries in your oatmeal or have a meal that includes both beans and brown rice. One note about beans. Many varieties are also particularly high in protein. Lentils, peas, chickpeas, and black beans top the list. Eating them regularly can go a long way to encouraging your metabolism to perform at optimal levels. Studies show that protein-rich foods force the body to burn more calories during the digestive process. And that burn can continue long after you've digested the food. In fact, the body has the potential to continue to burn at a higher rate, even when you're resting or asleep. Now, before you run out and consume the largest steak you can find, please keep in mind that the quality of your protein also matters. It matters when you consume it as well. Too much of it, especially too late in the day, may leave you feeling sluggish and uncomfortable and that can affect the quality of your movement and the quality of your rest. But on the whole, a nutrition plan rich in fiber and rich in protein is a good thing. You can boost that plan with the addition of healthy fats and lots of fresh leafy greens to keep your insides running smooth. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed about the food choices and the food changes that you might have to make, Take a breath. You don't have to do everything at once. Take things one meal at a time. Get proactive about how you feed yourself from meal to meal, and you may find that these changes become less daunting and more effortless over time. Let's move on to exercise. Movement has a powerful effect on your metabolism. The more you move, the more energy you use. And the more energy you use, the more your body is forced to convert food to fuel, thus optimizing your metabolism. The key to consistent and effective movement is nutrition, which is why we covered that first. It's important to fuel your body so that when you move your body, you can do so in an effective way. Believe it or not, you don't have to perform some complicated exercise in order to positively affect your metabolism. 
it turns out that walking is considered one of the best ways to get your metabolism moving. You can boost your walks by increasing the incline, perhaps in the form of a hike. Running is also effective, and so is swimming. For a stronger burn over a long period of time, weight training is also highly effective. This doesn't mean that you have to try to move the heaviest weights that you can get your hands on, because body weight training is also extremely effective. It's important to remember to keep things in balance at all times. That means don't work out too much. For example, working out twice a day will not necessarily increase your metabolism. Your body will ultimately adapt to the stress you put on it. So be sure that it's properly fueled in connection with the way you intend to move it. Because if you leave things imbalanced for too long, the whole effort can backfire. Too much activity without enough fuel can actually cause your metabolism to slow down. And nobody wants that. And while you're eating all of the good things and moving your body, remember to hydrate. This goes beyond taking the occasional sip of water every few hours. According to the National Institute of Health, 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. This isn't very surprising, considering the insane amount of alternative drinks offered to the average consumer on a daily basis. It sometimes seems like people are drinking everything but water. Water is literally the key to life. And it turns out that water increases your metabolism by up to 25% for nearly an hour after consuming it. That means if you drink a few cups of water every hour, you can potentially keep your metabolism at peak performance all day. Now, if you're one of those people, because I actually have to deal with this with some clients, who doesn't like the taste of water, start slow. I don't recommend immediately rushing out to flavor your water with something sweet or synthetic. Instead, keep a diary of how much water you can consume within a 24-hour period and take steps to increase that number each day. Also, resist the urge to slam a bunch of water down in one sitting. Such a thing is counterproductive because it can leave you feeling sick if you drink too fast and you may end up passing most of that water pretty soon after you drank it, which means you'll have to drink even more. Instead, consume a set amount each hour and allow the water to move and metabolize in your body in a more balanced way. You can also boost your hydration levels by eating your water. Cucumbers are about 95% water so is celery, which also happens to contain a ton of fiber. Same thing for lettuce and tomatoes. Bell peppers are about 92% water, just as long as you eat them raw. As temperatures warm up, watermelon will come back in season, and that's a really delicious way to eat your water. Watermelon is not only full of water, it's also packed with nutrients and minerals to truly help you optimize your metabolism. 
But while you're waiting on the watermelon to get here, consider strawberries and grapefruit, which are already here and abundant. If you like, you can infuse your regular water with any of these fruits and vegetables to help make your intake that much more enjoyable. We've covered nutrition, movement, and hydration. Let's move on to rest. You might be thinking of rest in terms of a good night's sleep, but real rest goes beyond the hours that you spend in bed overnight. We know that a good night's sleep helps the body repair itself, but it's also true that your metabolism slows down while you sleep. I know you're not trying to hear that, but slowed metabolism aside, Physical rest in the form of sleep can help the body sort and repair itself, and that can lead to better digestion and overall clarity. Beyond physical rest, it's also a good idea to find rest in other ways. We know that there are seven forms of rest, including mental, emotional, and sensory. For more details on the types of rest and how to practice them, Listen to episode three, The Art of Rest. Resting your body can help keep things calm and balanced. And a balanced body is more likely to convert and spend energy in an optimized way. So rest, while temporarily slowing down your metabolism, can actually have a positive effect on it over the long term. So in summary, Balance your nutrition, move your body, hydrate regularly, and get some rest. While these steps might seem straightforward, they can be a challenge for anyone to establish and maintain over the long term. Part of the reason is because we are constantly distracted by quick fixes. We live in a society that tells us that we don't have time to dedicate to something like optimizing our metabolism in a sustainable way. So we're inundated with products and hacks that promise to do the job in a fraction of the time. Go in with the knowledge that it can be tough to take the time to recalibrate your gut health and optimize your metabolism. And keep in mind that not only will things not happen overnight, they might not happen in a linear way. The best advice is to take it one breath, one choice, and one step at a time. We hope you found this information helpful. If you'd like to learn more, please download the latest issue of Habibi Life magazine. You can find it on habibibody.com, habibibodysport.com, shahadakareem.com, and habibilife.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us when we return for the next episode.